Welcome to Lou Marks the Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Well, folks, the Democrats have finally now shown us how election fraud is done. Let's be real, Goliath was never going to let David breeze through the rematch. The provinces for whom President Trump is an instrument, not an end to himself, were never going to have an easy time winning the 2020 election against the amassed might of the Democratic Party, the fake news media, and allied pollsters, big tech, so-called woke billionaires, and the celebrity class were united to stamp out President Trump, whom they called the barbarian orange emperor. The Trumps and ugly folk, as Joe Biden now calls them, came out in their glorious millions from the American heartland on Election Day, and now we'll see if the people power prevails. The nationalist popular movement enabled by Donald Trump lives to fight another day against the corrupt globalists represented by the sad husk of a man called Joe Biden. Boils down to the fact that the Democrats perpetuate a widespread voter fraud in not only Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, but elsewhere to steal the election. While even those in his own party are urging President Trump to lose gracefully, he has not lost, and the President has every right to ensure electoral laws are enforced to prevent fraud. In fact, he owes it to more than 70 million deplorables who voted for him. The right to vote in a free and fair election is the most basic civil right, one on which many other rights of the American people depend. It's America. Congress and the state should guarantee that every eligible individual is able to vote and that no one's vote is stolen or diluted or committed by fraud. Voter fraud is real. Thousands of cases over the years have been documented, and hundreds of criminal convictions have been made and documented. Election integrity is essential, and the security of the ballot box cannot be left to a simple honor system. That's ridiculous. That's a communist country, a dictatorship. It is incumbent upon the state governments to safeguard the electoral process and ensure that every voter's right to cast a ballot is protected and no fraud is committed. Contrary to the claims of many so-called liberals, the problem of voter fraud is as old as the country itself. As the U.S. Supreme Court noted when upheld Indiana's voter identification law, flagrant examples of voter fraud have been documented throughout this nation's history by respected historians and journalists. Attempts to command their election results have been documented dating way back to the 19th century. Liberal groups often claim that known instances Voter fraud are inconsequential when compared to the total number of ballots cast in American elections. However, as the National Commission on Federal Election Reform has stated, the problem is not the magnitude of voter fraud. In close or disputed elections, and there are many, a small amount of fraud can make the margin of difference. The U.S. Supreme Court has concurred with this assessment, noting that known instances of fraud demonstrate that not only is the risk of voter fraud real, but that it could affect the outcome of a close election. Indeed, recent elections bear this out to be true. In 2015, a city council election in the New Jersey town of Perth Amway was decided by a mere 10 votes. A judge then overturned the election and ordered a new one after it was revealed that at least 13 illegal absentee ballots had been sent. That's unbelievable. That's 10 votes, and yet was fraud overturned, and the correct person won. 
2003 mayoral primary in East Chicago, Indiana was overturned by the state Supreme Court after evidence of widespread fraud was revealed. A new election resulted in a different winner. In a press conference in Philadelphia, Rudy Giuliani laid out one clear anomaly in which, contrary to Pennsylvania law, Republican election observers were truthfully denied the right to oversee the counting of 120,000 ballots and being forced to stand 20 to 30, even 100 feet away from where they were being counted. That's ripe for fraud. They were never able to see the ballot itself, never able to see if it was properly postmarked, properly addressed, properly signed on the outside. This went on for 20 hours. How could that be observers then? They saw nothing. Fraud. While all of you thought there was some kind of legitimate count going on here in Philadelphia, it was totally illegitimate. And now whistleblowers come out and over 200 signed affidavits for fraud across the country have been produced. Giuliani's team has also launched a lawsuit in Wisconsin where he says that after election observers had gone home, at 3 or 4 in the morning, about 120,000 ballots appeared and they all got counted. And they were all for Joe Biden. The Trump campaign also filed a lawsuit in Michigan Wednesday with campaign manager Bill Stepien claiming Republican observers were denied meaningful access to numerous counting locations to observe the opening of ballots in the counting process as guaranteed by Michigan law. Michigan broke the law. The governors of these states are just making up new laws to cre create fraud on the fly as time goes by. Like Biden said, he'll just keep counting the votes until he wins. Can you believe this? This is communist. This is Putin. This is Russia. This is Stalin. This is Venezuela. This is not America. There are other allegations of fraud or irregularities. Late counted votes, votes that came in after the deadline, and suspected votes harvesting being reported around the country by the hundreds. In one case, a woman claiming to be an election volunteer in Michigan's Clark County claimed on video she had discovered a box of 500 ballots outside the counting facility from people who are not on the voter rolls. People who have been voting that don't live in the counties or towns or states anymore, dead people, animals. It's incredible. The fraud is rampant, and there's proof of it all, and it's going to come out. In Wisconsin, 300 ballots went missing when the Willow Township municipal clerk went home sick, and no one could find her. Amazing. The Washington Post reported this, but no one paid attention. The ballots eventually turned up yesterday with 157 votes for Trump and 114 for Biden. In Arizona, which was called early for Biden on election night, but the Trump campaign still says they can win, a data error by computers complained that 95% of votes had been counted yesterday when only 86% had been, and the remainder reportedly were from Trump-heavy counties. So you can see that in such a close election, Trump's concerns and Republicans are not frivolous. They are real, and they are accurate. Fraud is corrosive. In Pennsylvania and Georgia, Trump was winning by hundreds of thousands. And then Biden all of a sudden inched into the lead after hundreds of thousands of mailed and other ballots were counted after election day. As remember what Biden said, we'll just keep counting till I win. He knew, the Democrats knew, it was all the fix was in. But it's not going to stay that way. 
President Trump winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then his numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret in the middle of the night. Huge supposed mail-in voters came in for Biden with no observers, no one to prove it, computers changing the votes. This is the worst thing that's ever happened in American history. Without a shadow of a doubt, this is the largest corruption and fraud and black mark on American history. Tens of thousands from just one district were all for Biden, which has been proven to be a mathematical impossibility. But it happened, and it goes on. If we people, if we can't see fraud by now, we're, we, we're just out of touch. Talking about how the fate of the election changed after mail-in ballots started to be counted by election officials in several, several swing states, President Trump was winning in all the key locations by a wide margin. Then his numbers started miraculously whittling away, like I said. Here's the numbers. He was up by 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania. 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania on election day. He was up. He was winning. It's almost a million votes. But that all of a sudden mysteriously got whittled down. That's got to be voter fraud. It just doesn't happen. It's impossible. It's a mathematical impossibility. He was way up in Michigan and likewise in Wisconsin. He was doing fantastically well. Then they find out how many votes they need, the Democrats, and they seem to find them somewhere. They wait and wait and wait and then they find them. It's amazing how these mail-in ballots are so one-sided. They found thousands of votes for Trump hidden or thrown away as well. They were told to illegally backdate Biden votes so they could be counted. What more evidence do we need? This alone is enough right now, without a recount, without hand counting the votes, without doing anything to throw out the election and Trump wins. Trump won. This is incredible. This is fraud. This is worse than fraud. This is treason. These people should be put in jail, Biden, Pelosi, the Democrats. It's criminal. And now the infamous Dominion software which changes votes from Trump to Biden amazingly. And they called it an error. It cannot be an error. It's been proven. It had to be manually done by a human being. Democrat officials never actually believed they could win the election, honestly. I really believe that, and we all believe that. That is why they did, and they relied on mail-in ballots where there's tremendous corruption and fraud going on. They knew that. Trump predicted it, other Republican politicians predicted it, even Democrats politicians predicted it months and years ago. That's why they mailed out tens of millions of unsolicited ballots without any verification measures whatsoever. Who doesn't verify voting? In Australia, when you have to go in person, and you need three steps to verify your identity before you can vote. Here in America, now the Democrats, no voter ID in many states, most states, no verification processes, no signature matches, no anything. They refuse to include any requirement for signature verification, identities, and even determine whether they're eligible or ineligible to vote, or if they're even legally in America. You don't have postmarks, you don't have identification. There have been so many similar disturbing irregularities across the nation. What more do we need for proof? This is ridiculous. Common sense tells a child that this is fraud. It's not just the appearance of fraud, it is fraud. The Republican election observers legally allowed to observe the counting process, how we're being kept away, as I said, or hindered from doing their duties in states ruled by the Democrats. 
Such instances happened in states like Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Michigan, where Trump was way ahead. Trump campaign approached the court, which allowed the observers to stand six feet away from the counting table, rather than at a distance of 20 feet or 100 feet as previously allowed. But they wouldn't allow legally permissible observers then. They broke the law. They wouldn't let the observers in. President Trump and his team went to court then again in a couple of instances and were able to put in observers. And when the observers got in, they were put 60 to 70 to 100 feet away or even outside the building to observe the inside of the building. And then the Democrat people counting the votes put up cardboard posters so they could block the windows. In Philadelphia, the election observers were kept so far they had to use binoculars. What were the Democrats hiding? Come on, people, we all know. Why would you do that? If it was legitimate, you would let everybody in. There should be one Democrat for, and one Republican for one Democrat. And just think of this. Do you really believe a person with obvious dementia, a pathological liar, a possible pedophile, a proven criminal, and his son when his vice president's stealing? Imagine what he will do as president. Over 40 years in politics and did nothing, everything was wrong on every single issue, supported racism, wants to raise taxes, ban oil, has no plans at all, is run like a puppet by the radicals and liberals, has dementia, can't think, a person who didn't even campaign, changed his mind every second, probably even forgot to vote for himself, and with the worst possible vice president running mate, actually received more votes than any president canon in history. Do you really believe that? Does anybody believe that? If you do, I have some swampland in New Jersey to sell you. We all know it's just not possible. But whoever wins this election, the result is the humiliation the Trump deranged media and the tame pollsters provide them with the justification for the dishonest political and criminal narrative. Let history record that on the Sunday before election, the New York Times declared that all 15 of their columnists suffer from mandatory Trump deranged syndrome. They must be crazed to hate Trump. All 15 of our columnists explained what the past four years have cost America, they said, was the introduction to a carnival of so-called woke-splaining. That's what you get when you fire opinion editors who publish conservatives. You get radical, crazed, Trump deranged liberals and Democrats. Let's remember, Joseph Stalin, one of the worst dictators and human beings in the history of the world, said, it doesn't matter who votes, it only matters who counts the votes. But whoever wins, this election has exposed the frauds and liars who pose as our elites, and the election fraud the Democrats and liberals have perpetuated. And half of America won't forget it. Folks, we can't forget it. We can't let all of America and the world forget it.